guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Provocative Podcast. It is Sunday today, so we're recording a few days earlier than normal, but it's all good. Um, we're going on vacation by we, I mean Chris and I, and I'll let you guys know at the end where we're going. But um, let's start into the intro for today. So first off, this week has been so good. I have been killing the gym and my spin training. I did spin four times this week, which I haven't done that in a pretty long time. I usually do two to three and I worked out six days this week. It has been killer guys, but it felt so good to be back in my routine um, and just get everything going. I felt really, really good. And then towards the end of the week, (laughs) yesterday, well, yesterday and the day before, I got some, I think I'm also about to start, I know, I know I'm about to start my period. So I'm a little bit more sensitive when it comes to like comments and things like that, mean comments and things like that. And a part of me this weekend just wanted to be petty and I'm hardly ever, I don't want to say hardly ever a petty person. There's times where I want to be petty, but I never really go through pettiness. Um, but this weekend I really did because I was just so fed up with, um, negative people and not even like specifically negative people, like girls being so judgmental with me. And it was just, it was, I wanted to be petty, but because of Chris, I wasn't petty this week. Um, but I just want to say, be kind on social media guys. There's no need. If you don't like something about another girl or whatever, like just keep your opinion to yourself unless she's like genuinely asking for your opinion. Like there is no need to be rude and be mean. And, um, Yeah, I I actually wanted, for the first time in a long time, I wanted to be really, really petty and blast this girl because she was so mean to me and made fun of me on social media. And Chris was like, no, you can't do that because one, if she's, she's obviously obviously sending this to you because she's insecure about herself. And if you blast her and she gets mean comments, you never know how she's going to react. Like she could be suicidal. You just never know. And I was like, okay, you took it to the extreme. I wasn't thinking about that. But you know, he has a point. There was no, there's no need for me to be mean, but sometimes I'm like, I'm tired. I get tired of playing the nice card all the time. So just be kind girls. Like we already go through so much. And as influencers, like sharing our stuff is already so hard. So it, I don't, I, the last thing I want for is for you guys to feel sorry for me, but I'm just telling you guys that I'm human too. Like I want to be petty. Like some of you girls are sometimes and, and say things back and be mean and things like that. But I just choose not to, I choose to look the other way and be a kind person. And, you know, I chose that route this weekend and I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm glad I did that because I feel, I feel good. But anyways, other than that, had a great week, busy week. Um, I also went to a show slash, it wasn't in a concert. It was a show, um, for a podcast I listened to this week and I went all by myself. I had bought the tickets in September and no one really wanted to go with me. So I was going to buy two, but then by that time that I got them, uh, got the ticket, there was only one in that see. Um, so they were like almost sold out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go by myself. Nobody wants to go with me. It's okay. And it was a really cool experience. When I got there, there was a lot of seats missing. I think with like COVID, um, right now everyone like ended up testing positive and the show, um, was not empty, but it wasn't as full as I thought it was going to be. But like I said, I think it's with COVID. Um, but it was so nice to 
go and do something like that by myself, um, it was scary because I normally always have either Chris with me or a girl with me, especially like if I'm going downtown, but it was a cool experience. Um, I had a great time except for the venue was just a whole chaotic mess with purses. If you've been to a concert, you know how chaotic it is with purses. Um, but other than that, I was like really proud of myself for just going out of my comfort zone and doing something on my own. And I want to keep doing that this year. And if you guys have been wanting to do something, I encourage you to do it, get out of your comfort zone. Even if it's you by yourself, go and do it. I promise you're going to feel so much better after you do it. So did that. And then last, um, I'm watching Chris and I started watching, um, archive 81 on Netflix. Oh my gosh, guys. Okay. We never, I, I think I came on here and told you guys, I never binge watch because I don't have time to binge watch. But yesterday, you know, um, we worked out, we went to the mall, did the errands we had to do, came home and we were exhausted. I was so tired from such a busy, you know, work and workout week. And we just lay like couch potatoes, like around 6, 7 PM and binge watch the show. We didn't go to bed till like almost two in the morning. We have two episodes left. So, so good. If you like horror slash thriller, it's not really scary. It's just more thriller and suspense. And it just is so entertaining. Like it's hard for me to find shows entertaining, but this one is like, it doesn't start off too slow. It's just really, really good. Highly recommend that you guys watch it. I'll let you guys know when, once I finish it, what I think I'm pretty sure I'll finish. We have two episodes left, so we'll finish it today. But yeah, guys. So anyways, today's podcast episode is going to be on just like a Q and a, I, posted a Q and a on my story. So I wanted you guys, guys and girls to leave any questions that you guys had. I have questions from both guys and girls. So just kind of mix it up. There was a lot, a lot of sex questions and I'm going to answer a few, but I want you ladies to know and guys that there will be a podcast specifically talking about sex very, very soon. I want to have a guest with me for that. So it could be like a little bit more funnier and, um, just like more conversation than just like me telling you about my sex life. So, um, yeah, I promise you I'm going to get into the whole sex stuff with you girls because I really want to like just share my experiences and what I love and things like that, things that have helped me. So I'll be sharing more with you guys. But right now we'll go into um, just common, not just common questions, but there were a lot of actually good questions. So um, I have about 10, 11 questions. So we'll start with number one. How do I make a living? So, um, First off, I'm not making any money on the podcast right now whatsoever. Um, Eventually, my goal is to, you know, obviously have some run some ads and stuff like that. Um, But right now with the podcast, I'm not making any money. My main sources of income are my online training. If you guys don't know, yes, I'm also an online trainer, um, my online trainer, my sponsorship. So that includes, um, you know, ghost to the supplement company I work with, um, dark sport, which is the athletic clothing company I work with. I'm trying to think who else for sponsorships right now. I think that's pretty much it. Anybody who reaches out like legend London, like any small little fashion collabs, um, that's how I get you know, money as well. So like if uh, a lingerie company reaches out, they want me to do posts on social media, that's how I get paid. Um, so specific ads, stuff like that. And then, um, only fans obviously is a really big chunk of my income. Um, you know, I, I do great on OnlyFans. It's been a really big bonus in our financial um, stuff in the last year. So OnlyFans is a big, big part of that. And then, um, we also have investments in Chris's the one in charge of all the investment stuff. Oh, and then also we have, um, no evil, no evil, which is our clothing brand. Um, so, um, yeah, it's, we don't come up with stuff every month there, so we're not making residual income every month on no evil, but when we do, that's where we make 
some income as well. But yeah, guys, those are like my, what, five, six sources of income. And it leads me to say that guys, it's so important that you have multiple sources of income. Um, don't just depend on one thing. Like I know it's hard for you guys who work like an eight to five job to have a side job, but I promise you like having a side job was just going to open up new doors and it'll open up a new pathway that you probably didn't think you wanted to do in the first place. Even back when I was in college and high school, I was doing not in high school. Well, in high school, I worked at my parents' restaurant, but in college I was doing my parents' restaurant running. I also was doing makeup on the side. And then when I stopped college, I did waitressing, managing my parents' restaurant makeup on the side every weekend. And I was also online, not online. I was in-person training too. So I was doing multiple things. So it's really important that if you want to get ahead in life, you have different multiple sources of income coming in, right? You don't want to just depend on one thing because it's also scary when the economy goes down or whatever may happen when you're only depending on one thing, it can be scary with me. You know, sometimes, yeah, my sponsorship uh, salary, not salary, but commission may be low one month, but something will pick it up. So if one thing is a little lower in one month, the next one of the other things will pick it up. And you know, it's not a lot of people say like, it's not, set income every month. I know it's not set income every month, but I, uh, I trust that if one thing is slacking one month, the other thing will pick it up. And we work on that every single day. So, you know, just from saying consistent, we know, and we trust that, okay, if this is not doing well this month, something else will pick it up. So that is, um, and also helpful tip for you guys, but yeah, guys, that's how I make a living. And leads me to, do I still have an, an OnlyFans? Um, yeah, guys, I think um, I got this question on, on Instagram because I haven't been posting as much of OnlyFans on my Instagram solely because it's, I've worked so hard for my Instagram guys and I do get scared when the hater or the, the Karen or the Patricia, whatever I call them, goes and... Um, targets my, my Instagram. So they'll go and they'll report it or whatever. And I can't imagine having my life without that. I was just talking to, um, a girl yesterday and someone reported her Instagram and it's just so fucking sad to see that someone is so damn jealous of you and your life that they have to go and report it, but it happens guys. And so I'm just really careful about what I post because for some reason, other people never get flagged, never get, I, I don't know if it's because they're bigger accounts, they don't get like, you know, reported, but mine does. And so I just have to be really careful with how many times I post, I guess, my body because bitches be jealous and they want to report me and it's just scary. I have to be a lot more careful now than I, than, and, and I used to post like every two, three times a week about my OnlyFans. And now it's like just once a week, if that, because like I said, I just, it's a little scary, but um, yeah, I still have it. I post daily, if not twice daily on my OnlyFans. Guys, my people, I'm telling you, I can't wait. I'm excited for the OnlyFans episode because OnlyFans, they literally, the people on there, my subscribers, my supporters, they want content literally all the time. And that's that, like my, I don't charge for my subscription. Like my subscription is free, um, but they want content all the time. So I have to really keep up with that. So I am on there to, if, I'm on there all the time replying to comments and stuff like that and in messages, but I'm posting at, at least once a day, if not twice a day. So I'm still on there. Um, but yeah, guys, so 
If I don't have the time, just, okay. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, if you're wondering, okay, like she hasn't really been posting her OnlyFans. It's, it has nothing to do with anything personal. It's just like I said, I it's more of the Karens out there. I just have to be careful that they're not reporting my shit because I've worked so hard to be where I'm at right now. The last thing I want is to give them the satisfaction of taking something so important away. So that's that. All right, number three, thoughts on cheating and can you work through it? there's so many emotions on this. Um, I think I, I don't want to say like, if a person cheats on you, it's completely over. I think, and Chris and I've talked about this. There are different scenarios of cheating, right? Um, there are cheatings where you guys have been together for 20 plus years and the love has just kind of simmered down because you both haven't worked on it. And then they had, there hasn't been communication. And then one night happens and one of you slips up and you're like, Oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. I cheated on you. I'm so sorry. I think in those kind of situations, I think you can move on from it, especially if there's a deeper lying issue there and you guys can go to therapy and work it out. I think that you can. And, um, you know, Chris and I have talked about this. I think there are certain situations where, you know, cheating is not okay, but it's, you can get past certain things. But I also think that there's cheating that you can't get past. You can't cheat on a person for years or every single month or whatever it may be. And then apologize and say, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that, but you shouldn't have done what the cheating the first time or the multiple cheatings that you did throughout the two, three years or whatever it may be. Like that's a, that's a psychopath. And that's a person who's going to keep cheating on you no matter what. If there's consistent cheating there, I'm sorry. Like, uh, what are you in that relationship for? That person is not going to change. But if that person cheats on you once, like I said, and there's a meaning behind it or something, you know, like you guys were already going through some deep ass issues and you were both distracted and distant. And then maybe you guys are like, oh damn, this was like our reality check to get back together and to really work on our relationship. I think you can work through it, you know, but, um, and if that's the case, guys, keep, keep your shit to yourself. Don't be telling people yourself because not everyone agrees. Not everyone. I will say guys, not everyone has the same train of thought that I do. And that Chris and I do. It's really hard explaining sometimes our way of thought to other people because they don't get it. But that's why like, I'm going to do an episode on this. That's why Chris and I are very, we love to communicate how we feel all the time and not like feelings all the time, but we like to communicate if we have any issues or anything like that, because I told him multiple times, like we've been together since high school. Like I understand that people have needs. So if I'm not satisfying your needs and you feel the need to do something with someone else, or you're missing something, just, I'm so open-minded that instead of you cheating on me, come talk to me about it. Like, Hey, I'm like missing this. I, I'm kind of wanting to go explore certain things. I think I would be the type of person to be okay with it. Depending on where we're at in our relationship, I'd be like, you know what? Okay. Like if you want to go and explore sex, I guess you would say with some other person, then I want fair game to do the same. Right. And it would just be like a a thing of, that we would have to like talk about. Obviously there's swinging, there's, there's 
different things. Right. And, but we've talked about that. That's why for me, it's like so important that instead of you going out behind my back, cause for me, it's about the loyalty. Instead of you going behind my back and cheating on me, how about you tell me straight up you're missing something. And if I can't, yeah, as much as it's going to fucking hurt guys, like, cause sometimes people don't want to communicate because you don't want to hurt the other person. If you still do it behind their back and they find out it hurts even worse. So if that, if Chris is telling me, Hey, I'm missing something, you know, like I really kind of do want to go explore. What do you think? And if I'm like, you know what, he's coming to me and he's honest. I don't know. I'm sure we could figure something out, but there are different types of cheatings. There's different circumstances of cheating guys. And you just have to make sure that if you're okay with that, that cheating or that person that you can live with it. That's the most important thing. It doesn't matter who, who else is like, if your mom can't or your siblings or your friends or whatever, like as long as you can live with it, then that's on you. But like I said, I don't think there's just one way of cheating. And there's actually, um, and she's a therapist. Her name is Esther Perel. Look her up. She talks about cheating and she's, um, like a, I guess a therapist for couples who do go through cheating experiences. So, um, she has black books. She, I think she has like her own podcast. She goes, she's on a lot of TikToks. I'm sure you've guys seen her. If you've like seen anything with cheating, really, really good to look into if you've experienced cheating or you need something's going on and you kind of want an outlet and want to hear more. Um, highly recommend that you guys look her up. She's really good. And she actually helped when I was listening to her kind of like reassured the the way that I was feeling up about cheating and stuff like that. Um, thankfully Chris and I have not cheated on each other. Um, so, you know, I'm blessed for that. But like I said, you guys know my game plan if something were to happen. So anyways, um, that's my thoughts on that. Number four, how not to give a fuck about others. What others think about what you post on social media. Well, you obviously know I post whatever I want. Um, I think, if people aren't paying your bills, if you live at home and you are paying your own stuff and doing your own, living your own life, it doesn't matter like what other people think, guys. If you post, I'm sure you could post a picture with you smiling all covered up with your girlfriends and a drink in a hand and then be like, oh, look, she's going out all the time with her friends. Oh, she's probably single going out and living life. Oh, she's probably single hooking up with it. Like people are still going to say whatever they want to say, regardless if you're half naked, you're not half naked, you have a drink in your hand, you don't have a drink in your hand. People are going to say whatever they want to say. So just post whatever the hell you want to post. Like obviously, like if your family follows you and stuff, obviously you guys may, if you feel like it to be more careful on social media, you can, you guys obviously know that I don't really care, but if they're not paying my bills, I don't care. They're not contributing to my life at all whatsoever at all. No one sends me money every month. No one calls me to see how I'm doing every day. No one does anything for me. Right. So I don't care what other people have to say about what I post. I live my life as long as I'm happy and I'm good with what I post. That's all that matters. There have been situations though. I will say that I'll post a picture and, um, it was like a, it'd be like a lingerie picture and then I'm not okay. Like I'll post it. And then a few hours later, I'm like, you know what? I'm not okay with this picture. I, I really don't like it. I think it may be a little too much. And then I'll take it down. There's nothing wrong with you taking it down because you feel like taking it down. Don't take it down because others are making you feel some type of way. I take it down if I feel like, you know what? I, and this only ha- this has only happened like once or twice, but I took it down because I was like, you know what? It's a little too much. I, I'm just not ready for that. I don't want to, I don't want to post that. And I took it down. No issue, no problem. And I felt better. So it's whatever makes you feel better at the end of the day. Okay. So, um, that's number four, number five, favorite perfume slash lotion. So 
I wrote two for my everyday um, and then for my going out. So for my everyday, I love the Target one, um, the Mix Bar number nine in vanilla bourbon. That one is so, so like it smells amazing. I love it for my everyday. I love sweet smells. So that's what you guys are going to see here. Um, and so that one's one of my favorites for every day. And then I use a lot of like the Victoria's Secret sprays because all I do is I'm at home or I go to spin class or I'm at, um, oh, I touched the mic or I'm at the gym. So I don't really want to be, you know, spending money on like hikes, like fancy perfumes, right. For my everyday. So I usually just wear like my Victoria's secret ones too. So the lavender vanilla from Victoria's secret or the coconut milk and rose, that one is smells really, really good. And I use a lotion for the coconut milk and rose and the body scrub for the coconut milk and rose. So love those. Um, and then for going out the book, the Baccarat is my favorite. It's absolutely amazing. I just started wearing it like last year and I love it. I'm almost done with it. And I just got it for my birthday in September. And I just told Chris that the other day, I was like, Hey, so I'm almost out of my perfume. He's like, what perfume? I'm like the one you got me for my birthday. He was like, what the hell? How much are you spraying? So I love that one. Um, it is on the more expensive side, but it smells amazing. And then flower bomb has always been my go-to as well. I love that one. And then the, I just got one for Christmas. My my dad gave it to me and it's the Valentino one. It's like a, a square. I don't, I was trying to look for the name of the, of the perfume, but it's just like a square bottle with like little rhinestones on the top and it smells so good, but they're all, like I said, most of these are all like sweet flowery a little bit. Um, but those are my favorite perfumes and lotions. If you guys want to know a fun fact about me, I hate lotion. I do not like applying lotion. I only apply lotion when I have to, like if I'm wearing shorts, because I hate the way lotion feels on my body. So yeah, I know, I know it's not a very girl, girly things. Girl, I see all these girls on TikTok that they get out of the shower and they put lather themselves in lotion. Like, I just think it's disgusting. I think I, I get sticky. I don't like it. So there, fun fact about me. All right, number six, how do you feel about foot fetishes? I don't understand that. I don't get, like, I don't have anything. I don't, you know, I don't ever want to king shape any, anyone. Like there's people who like all sorts of different things, even though I don't understand them, you know, I, that's their thing, you know, but with foot fetishes, I just don't get it. And I think I'd be cool to have someone on the podcast. So if you do have a foot fetish and you want to come on guy or girl and talk about it and are open to talk about it, I think it'd be great. I just want to understand like why a foot what about the foot? Is it the toes? Is it the bottom of the foot? Like, what about the foot is nice, right? Like, like, I just don't get it. Is it because do you visualize someone like, you know, mostly people who have foot fetishes are guys. So do they, do you think, you know, rubbing your dick with the foot feels good. Like I, I just, I want to know, I don't understand them. I have nothing wrong with them. You know, I have my guys on OnlyFans who love my feet. Um, but no, I haven't done stuff with feet. I don't like, I think Chris tried sucking my toe once. No, it's disgusting. I don't like it for me. I just don't like it. I don't like that feeling. I felt, Oh, like I just got the chills thinking about the time he sucked my toe. I don't like that feeling. So yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't, you know, we don't really have feet in our sexual routine, but you know, it is what it is. All right. So number seven, 
Men liking other women's photos, but don't like it when you post sexy photos. This was a girl. She said, you know, um, my boyfriend likes other women's photos, but he's not cool with me posting sexy photos. All right. I have a big problem with that because I think out of everything, it's a fucking control thing. Like I don't, I don't think it's cool. Like a lot of guys nowadays want to say, Oh, like, oh, it's because it's social media and that's all I see. So I'm just going to follow half naked women, but I don't want you to post like that. Why? And I understand like, oh, it's because you're my girlfriend and respect. Okay, whatever. I still respect myself. I I think it's just a, I'm like, I'm a big feminist sometimes too. And I think it's just like their way of saying like, no, I can still do whatever I want to do, but you can't. So... If you're starting a new relationship, obviously, if it's like in the first few weeks, you're not going to tell them what to do on social media, right? But set ground rules as a relationship goes on and let them know like, hey, like, I just want you to know it's cool that you're following these people, but I don't ever want you to tell me what I can and can't post because that's not cool and that's not going to fly with me. So set those ground rules so they know that and they don't have that control over you. If you're already in a relationship and they're doing that, I think you need to sit them down and be like, if you're not cool with me posting stuff like that, I don't want you to, I don't want you liking them. And I don't want you following accounts that do it. And I don't think that, and I think that's fair. I don't think, and if that asshole or that guy wants to be like, no, I'm still going to do whatever I want, then post whatever you want. I think sometimes as girls, we're a little bit scared to do what we want to do because we still fall under the, oh, the man's power and I don't want to lose him and guys just aren't going to look anyways. Yeah, but why can they do whatever they want, but you can't, right? So for me, that would be a really big issue. I would not be okay with, you know, Chris liking all these females on Instagram half naked and then him like telling me what, to post and what not to post. I just would have a really big issue with that. And I think that would be a really big argument in our relationship. And we would obviously have to talk to work through it. But like I said, set those boundaries and tell them like straight up, like don't give them options. Like we'll give them two options. But after that, it's like you unfollow and I don't post or you keep following and I post. That's that. There's no, there's no in between. So that's my tip to you ladies. If you feel like your man is trying to do you dirty that way. Um, and then I actually wrote down, um, a similar thing with OnlyFans. Um, one of my friends asked like, what about them following someone on OnlyFans? I think that's different. I would not be okay. Like Chris and I follow girls on OnlyFans. Like, well, not Chris, like my account follows other girls on OnlyFans because, you know, I take inspiration from them. I learn from them. Um, um, I will say like, if there's anything you want to do in life, like if you're a photographer, I'm sure you follow photography pages, like take everything you can from pages you like or women you like or whatever you like and let that be your inspiration. So for me, like I follow different OnlyFans accounts because I take inspiration from the girls that I like. So Um, yeah, I haven't, Chris has never purchased another girl's OnlyFans pictures, right? Cause it is a little bit more personal. Like if you're going out of your way to follow this person on OnlyFans and buy their pictures, it's kind of like, it's kind of like down. Like you really, really want to see that person, right? For me, I I've told Chris, I'm like, there's a couple girls that I think are really sexy on that I follow on Instagram and they have their OnlyFans and they'll post one of the girls just for like released apparently her sex tape. And I was like, Hey, you, you want to watch it? He's like, no, I'm not paying any dollars for that. I'm like, 
I'd pay dollars for that. So maybe like if it's like your guy like like wants to see a girl, maybe like make it a fun thing. Like be like, hey babe, is there somebody on OnlyFans you want to see? Like we can watch it together, or we could look at her photos together, right? Like a like be a little bit more cooler with your man. Maybe that will help. But I would not be okay with like him going out of his way all the time to like go on OnlyFans and purchase content from somebody. Cause I would have an issue with that. I obviously would rather him if he's masturbating would prefer him to just go on porn. But you know what, to think of it, like every guy has like a porn category. So they're still looking at things they want to look at. I don't know to each their own. Chris is over there smiling because he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's whatever you're comfortable with. Obviously, like I said, I, for me, Thankfully, Chris isn't like subscribed to anyone. He's not like trying to purchase anybody's content. Um, and I, I feel like if he did, I think I'd, it'd, I'd be cool with us watching it together or looking at photos together. Cause I'm just like cool like that. But if not, then I would just prefer if he needs to masturbate. I would prefer him to just go on Pornhub and look up, you know, whatever he wants to watch. But maybe that's a conversation you have to have with that significant other. And, you know, just see what works out best for you guys. So number eight, what are some tips to try to rekindle a friendship? And when is it time to let go? Um, I think, you know, friendships are hard guys. Relationship, they're like relationships, right? They take a lot of work. Um, and sometimes, you know, like, especially if you're in an adult friendships, you can't always see each other. You can't always talk on the phone because you both have lives. And depending on where you are in your life, you may have one max two people you see every day or you can talk to every day because you do similar things but it's hard to maintain friendships that you talk to each other every single day right so if that's a friendship of yours and you know you're like oh well things have been you know distant recently maybe it's because you both have been so busy that you haven't made time for each other so maybe just call that person up and be like hey I miss you like let's talk let's get together um you know I was just talking to Chris about this with one of my good friends I feel like I don't get to see her as often anymore and I would like to see her more but I don't have the time to see her more because we're in different circles and she has her own job and she does her own thing and she has her own relationship. I have my job. I have my relationship. I have my workout routine. So to see each other on the daily would be impossible. But then I have a friend who I work out at the gym and goes to my gym. So I see her every day. Right. So my friendship with her is just different and it may be stronger on a, on a day-to-day basis, but I still love my other friend. I still love, I would love to hang out with her every day, but I can't, and I can't give her more time on a daily basis, but we do get together once every two weeks, if we can once every week, but if not once every two, three weeks, and we make an effort for each other and we know that we're both busy. So one of us will text each other and be like, Hey, let's have dinner. Let's make sure we have dinner this week. And we will both try to be as open as we can with our schedules and make it work. It's not like, well, I can't Tuesday. Well, I can't Wednesday. Well, I can't Thursday. Cause I had this I'll literally move things around for her and she'll move things. She won't go work out for me. So she'll make an effort for me and I'll make an effort for her. And if the person's not making an effort for you anymore, then maybe it's just time to let it go. Like talk it through first, be like, Hey, like, I feel like we haven't made an effort for each other. And if after that, they're not making an effort, then maybe it's just time to let that relationship go and just let it go a little bit. Who knows? You know, it may come back. It doesn't mean you have to absolutely stop talking to that person. It may be a person you only talk to now every once in a while. So always communicate first and then just know that 
sometimes it's just time to let some friendships go because you're not in each other's life on a daily basis, you know? Um, but there's that. And then number nine, why do a lot of women nowadays tend to get some type of plastic surgery or injections done? This was sent in by a man. Well, society and TikTok, Instagram, celebrities, and everyone that we see on a daily basis influences our decisions. And it's hard not to compare yourself to what society loves. No matter what people say, what no matter what, not people, what no matter what guys say, like it's hard not to compare yourself to that celebrity or to that person who's gotten a boob job or a butt job or a nose job or has lip injections, chin injections, cheek injection, like everything. It's hard not to, because that's what you see on social media. Even for me, guys, I, I find myself sometimes having a hard time because I'll put on these filters, right? And they'll, it'll point out things that I didn't even know. Like I did, I disliked about myself. Like literally in the last six months, I've never, ever, ever had a problem with my nose. In the last six months, I've literally considered getting a nose job. I, I told Chris, I was like, hey, I think I want a nose job. And he's like, why? Absolutely, like, there's no need for that. You have a really nice nose. And I do have a nice nose. I don't think I would go, th- I know I wouldn't go through with a nose job just because for me, my nose is more sentimental with my family than anything. Like, I feel like, you know, my parents gave me my nose, so I don't want to get rid of it. But like, I just find myself picking myself apart more than I used to because of these filters that we put on that now we have on social media because these girls are getting nose jobs and all these, this work done all the time. And it's not because they're getting it done. And then it's like, okay, whatever they're getting it done. And then women are praising them. Men are praising them. And men are over here saying, Oh, I love natural beauty. But do you really do you really? Because if I go through your Instagram feed right now, how many girls that you follow are actually natural? I would say top most 10%, 10% at most of the girls that you follow are, have not done lip injections, have not done a boob job right now, BBL, anything have not a nose job. I guarantee literally only if, if anything, 10% have not done anything to themselves. So it's part of it. You guys want to sit there and be like, oh, I hate women who get all this stuff done, but that's what you guys watch all the time on social media. That's what you guys watch on porn sites. I, I don't see a supernatural girl on porn sites. Like it, it's, it, and I hate to say that, you know, we compare ourselves to that, but we do. And I applaud women who love their natural bodies and haven't, you know, gotten a boob job or done lip injections and stuff like that. If that's, if, if you've stayed true to who you are, that's amazing. For me, I wanted bigger lips. I hated my lips. They were so small and they made my teeth look so big. And now with my lips, I love it. I love the proportion of my face. It really changed the proportion of my face. And I'm so, so happy I did it. Um, and I thankfully have someone in my life, Chris, who will tell me like, Hey, cause sometimes I think like, um, um, it's time to get him retouched. And he'll be like, no, Jasmine, I'll, you know, no, you still have time. They still like pucker up. I'm like, okay. So I listen more to him than the thought in my head that, oh, I need to go get him done again. So I have a good outsider looking in kind of telling me like, oh, you know, helping me like not critique and pull myself apart so fast. But yeah, guys, it's hard. Like for me, I wanted, I got my lips done and I loved them. And then I also got my breasts done because I wanted bigger breasts. Like I had A's, my nurse 
didn't make fun of me, but she's like, Oh, poor, poor darling. You have nothing. I was like, yeah, I have nothing. Um, so it made me feel more insecure, more secure when I got my breast done and I love it. I, I would not take anything back. And if a guy's like, well, I don't want to be with you if you have breast implants, I'd be like, all right, deuces, like peace out. I don't care. I love my breast. I love my lip injections. And, you know, other than a little Botox here for preventive of wrinkles and for migraines, that's, you know, what I've done. And, but I, like I said, it's hard not to compare yourself to society. It's not, it's hard not to, and especially me now with my body, I, I'm so fit. And I, I, there are days where I truly, truly love my body. And then I look on social media and all I see are, are girls with big hips and BBLs. And then I start feeling shitty about myself. And I'm like, what the f- fuck? I'm like, I work so hard to have abs and do this and do this. And then I look on there and I'm like, well, I don't have hips like that. My butt's not that big. It'll never be that big. And it's just hard guys with society. It's really, really hard not to want to enhance your body and your face or whatever it may be. But if you're a guy and you're asking this, it's because honestly, you also make it harder for us because you're not following the natural girls. You're following the girls who've done all the things. So there's your answer, my friend. Um, and then to finish off number 10, there's, um, a few sex questions. I just wanted to end this with, like I said, I will be making a podcast that will go deep into sex and just tips, but I wanted to put some in here for you guys because I did have a lot. Number one, any sexual frustration, any sexual frustrations in the bedroom between you and the hubby? No, honestly, no. Like, I mean, we've been together for 11 years. It'll be 12 in May. And, um, no, sex has always been great. We always like not, not try to improve it, but it always just gets better. It's gotten better and better with age. I don't know. It's just, it has. And we're really good at communicating what we want. And Chris is really good with like doing stuff for me to make it better for me, I guess. So we haven't really ever had any sexual frustrations. I think the only time we've had sexual frustrations is when we're on prep or he's on prep and his sex drive is really low. I have been frustrated where I'm like, listen, I need to have sex. It's been like two weeks. Um, so that's a situation where we've been like sexually frustrated or sometimes guys, it doesn't add up. Like your libidos do not match up. There have been times where I'm super horny. He's not, or he's super horny and I'm not. And it doesn't just last a day. It can last like a month where, where I'm like, I mean, we don't go a full month without having sex, but like that for that month, I'm just like, sex is like whatever. Or for him, like for a month, sex is just like whatever. It just depends on our energy, what we're diet, what's the diet looks like around that time and things like that. And sometimes it's just hormonal stuff. So if I start noticing that my sex drive is low, I start like either checking my estrogen levels to make sure they're okay. Or, you know, I just, we start like talking about it and I, I let them know like, Hey, I'm not really feeling it. Like, you know, we can have sex, but I'm not really feeling it. And sometimes it just takes, it may just be me in my head. I'm like stressed and it just takes us like him taking me completely out of whatever I'm going through. And like, it it just helps, but yeah, we don't really have a lot of sexual frustration in the bedroom, thankfully. Um, what's the next one? Do, Do I like anal? No. Chris would love for me to like anal. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't, we've tried it and there's been like a one good solid sesh, but I don't, I just don't like it. I think it's really painful. The, 
it's painful during, it's painful after when you have to take a poop, it hurts really bad. Like it just hurts so bad. It's more, it, it's more painful than fun for me. Like it, I have to be on a whole different level of horniness for me to like anal, like a whole different level of horniness. And I just can't get off with just anal work. Like I would have to, he can, he can play with my butt all he wants, but I need, I need the penis in the vagina. I don't, I don't get off with him like in my butt. Like it just wouldn't work for that way for me. But yeah, no, um, I'm not opposed to trying it with him. I mean, we, on an occasion we try it for like <laughs> three seconds and then I'm like, okay, this is painful. Let's switch it. But yeah, guys, that's my answer. And then, uh, last question for sex questions is favorite position. Um, I like them all, but I think my favorite is me being on top. I like to have control. I get off on top. I have the best orgasms on top. So I just like being on top and I like, I like being on top and looking at him and I like being on top and looking at the way he looks at me. And then I like the way he grabs me when I'm on top. It's just a whole thing. Um, but it just depends too. Sometimes in the, I I get in the mood where I'm like, I want to make love tonight. Like I want you on missionary. I want to feel your skin. I want to feel your back. And it just depends on what mood I'm in. But for the most part, me being on top cowgirl is my favorite, but yeah, guys, that is it for the Q and a, I didn't want to like talk your ear off. So hope you guys learned something today. If you have any more questions, leave them on the podcast Instagram. I do want to do more of these. Let me know if you guys liked this, um, or if you prefer the other podcast type, but I, I, I had fun with this Q and a, um, but yeah, guys, that is it. We are going to Tulum on Tuesday. So that's why I'm recording a little bit ahead. We, um, are celebrating our anniversary. Our anniversary was in November. We didn't really do much except for, for go to dinner. And Chris was like, what do you want to do for our anniversary? And I was like, you know what? Just take me back to Tulum. I loved it. I had an incredible time. So we're renting out an Airbnb, a beautiful Airbnb. Um, and I'm just really, really excited to just disconnect, be there, enjoy the sun, be a lazy bum and not worry about anything and just be with the hubby. So yeah, guys, um, that'll be all. I will see you guys when I get back. I'll probably record. Oh, it'll be back on regular schedule when I get back. So I'll let you guys know how Tulum was and the Airbnb I stayed at in case you guys want to go and stay there. But yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you five star the podcast and not one star it, whoever the fuck you were. And um, yeah, uh, go follow us on the Provocative Podcast Instagram page. Leave me any comments, DMs. I do giveaways, like I said, every week there. And yeah, guys, I just really, really appreciate the support and I will see you guys next time. Bye.